Why, thank you, General Jim, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, man, here we are in the in the uh, midst of winter, you know, the February months in winter. And, of course, we're up here in the Northeast um, where the weather is cold and dark. But there's finally snow has hit here, Jungle Jim, and it is winter in upstate New York. Hi, this is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim, our magical musical director on Failing Up. Recording this podcast in the basement studio located along the shores of the mighty Seneca River flowing north all the way, I believe it's north, all the way to the Great Lake of Ontario, which feeds the mighty St. Lawrence Seaway past 1,000 islands all the way out into the Atlantic Ocean. Just like our voice, it goes all the way around the world. If you make a left, somehow you're going to find yourself in that beautiful city of Toronto, Canada. Finagle yourself over there too. Get into Buffalo, Niagara Falls, just wonderful parts of the country. And you can keep going on those great lakes of Erie, the only lake that's ever caught on fire. Michigan, huge Michigan. Now, if you ever fly over Michigan going to Chicago, it's like being over the ocean. Michigan, Huron, and the Superior Lake of All, Great Lake of Superior. Whew, it's a little chilly, Jungle Jim. It's February, man. February made me shiver with every song that I delivered. That's right, February 4th, February 4th, 1959, the day the music died. Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valence went down on February 4th, 1959. Great rockers, you know. I was reading an article recently where um, Paul McCartney said that Buddy Holly, up until that point, and I don't think it's all true because she had little Richard, but Buddy Holly was like the first, you know, rocker who who wasn't really gorgeous like, say, an Elvis Presley. So Buddy Holly really... Uh, uh, epitomized, um, or not epitomized, opened the door because here's a guy who wore glasses and wrote his own songs and sounded a little bit different and was a genius and taken away um, so young. In many ways, you can almost see um, a predecessor of John Lennon who eventually, you know, made the glasses famous just like Buddy Holly made the glasses famous. Buddy Holly, rock and roll. The day the music died, you know, Waylon Jennings was supposed to get on that plane, and he didn't. Waylon Jennings was supposed to get on that plane, and he did not. The day the music died. We have to do a podcast on that. I think we're going to. February. Before, before the month's out. February. Somehow. Yeah, February 9th. Um, February is a big month for um, rock and roll because it was February 7th, 1959, that... Um, uh, that the Beatles landed in the United States of America and just flew open the whole British invasion. They appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, then subsequently on February 9th, 1964, not 59, 64, 64. Timmy, wake up. Jungle Jim, wake me up, would you, buddy? And um, opened up the doors to a whole number of bands. You know, everybody always... Everybody always talks about the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles, and the Stones. Beatles and the Stones, Beatles and the Stones. But that floodgate, that tsunami of um, talent just opened up the whole British invasion. And and, there, and the British invasion had, you know, there were times, and I read an article once where Mick Jagger said there one times he was getting mistaken for one of Hermit's Hermits. That's how that's how flooded it was. You had the Beatles and really everybody else, and they all had different sounds. You had Paul Revere and the Raiders. You had Hermit's Hermits. You had the Rolling Stones. You had the Who, the Kinks. I mean, just incredible bands just flooding, flooding the... The Airways, which inspired music by American, it was funny because first it was the American blues and rock and roll that was inspiring these these talented individuals over in England, 
uh, primarily in the London area, except for the Beatles up in Liverpool. And then all of a sudden it was the British invasion that was inspiring the, the, um, the American rock and rollers. It was kind of, you know, a tit for tat because now you had in the, uh, you know, mid to late, the later sixties, you know, 67, even in 66, 67, you had all this other music. And I think the big thing that happened is, uh, bands and musicians were writing their own songs. It was no, no longer was anyone really writing songs for you. And what was really phenomenal is it led to the television networks creating a show, fabricating a band, which became a huge fabricated band made up of a few musicians in that band. Uh, eventually they went out and toured, and that's the Monkees. And the Monkees were huge, and they weren't even on that long. I think the Monkees were like 66 to 68. Um... And they were auditioned in Hollywood. They were a Hollywood band, Hollywood show, uh, you know, comedy show. I don't know if it was, it was in weeknights, um, but totally fabricated. Eventually, I mean, Mike Nesmith, uh, Peter Tork. I just read where Peter Tork said that Davy Jones was a really good drummer. Mike Nesmith said that Peter Tork was a really good guitar player and um, better than a bass player. And they said if, if the Monkees were an actual band, you would have had Davy Jones on the drums, Peter Tork playing lead guitar, and Mike Nesmith playing bass and then Mickey Dolans would have been the lead singer isn't that wild if you think about it because they eventually did start playing but they were they were so prominent that they became you know uh fabricated and um but it was really and then it went bad then you had CCR you had the doors you have the mamas and the papas you have the you know the summer of love and all that music but it was all it all started you know with the British invasion but when you ask back to the British, ask back, ask back to the British invasion, you know, primarily with the Beatles, you're talking about Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly is really, and a lot of people talk about Elvis Presley and Elvis Pre Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley, Jungle Jim, Elvis Presley, and you, Jungle Jim, this Jungle Jim, this podcast is for you because we're talking music. I was going to get all this other stuff, this political stuff. I'm going to get into that a little later. You know, once I get my my mind around that we're going to do another we're going to do another podcast this week it's going to be all about shit but anyway um Elvis Elvis you know uh great voice great performer excellent hips great movement um but Elvis you know was a singer I don't think Elvis didn't write those songs Elvis was just pure musical talent and a joy to watch for 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 girls um little richard was rock and roll extraordinaire. Little Richard was a rock and roll performer. You know, energy, great music, all that kind of stuff. And you had Jerry Lee Lewis. Those guys were like, you know, rock and rocker. And then you got this different sound. You know, when you had Richie Valens, who, um, you know, singing big hits, beautiful voice, bringing in a whole different type of community into rock and roll. Uh, young. I mean, these guys were just, you know, babies. And then you had this, I believe, and I'm, you know, I'm going to go on a limb here, Jungle Jim, but the first real, I think the first authentic, you had the great performer of, of um, Little Richard, great performer, talented musician, wild uh, presence, you know, really groundbreaking Little Richard. You know, just, just his influence on rock and roll, and, and you see his influence throughout all of rock and roll performing. You know, Little Richard, Elton John, boom, right there, you know. Uh, Little Richard, any band in the 80s, really. But Little Richard really took, you know, David Bowie, Little Richard. You got you got to give that all to Little Richard. But when it comes to um, the, the guy, the musician who just really 
revolutionized what I believe or opened the door to uh, rock and roll being all about the music. It was all about the music at that point was Buddy Holly. You know, Buddy Holly wrote hits and Buddy Holly did not look like a typical rock and roll or what they were looking like. He wasn't really outrageous. Uh, he had black, thick, rimmed glasses. I don't know how, what, how thick the lenses were, but the rims were, were really prominent. And um, he, uh, he wrote songs and he performed those songs and he had integrity around his songs. And um, he was really the first, um, I think he was the, the first blending of all the rock and roll that came before him or was happening at the time. But Buddy Holly and Buddy Holly and the Crickets really, I think, uh, and, you know, became a, a, such a great influence on many of these bands that followed, you know. And I would say, you know, if, if Buddy Holly gave birth to a band, it would have been the Beatles. You know, it would have been the Beatles because you have uh, the first real band coming out you know, rock and roll band coming out writing their own stuff after Buddy Holly. And by writing their own stuff and getting it produced and all that and looking a little, you know, they um, they took what he did and moved it forward. February 4th, 1959 is, um, is the day the music died. February 7th, or not, prior to February 7th, but February 9th, 1964, is the day it came it was reincarnated, reincarnated through the Beatles, and then the Beatles opened the doors, and then and you know another band in that uh, British invasion. A lot of people don't really, really um, talk about it all. A phenomenal band. It was you know first there were the Beatles, and and that first you know year or six months or however long it was, you didn't hear about the you didn't really hear hear a lot about, but you heard about the Dave Clark Five, the the band that followed the Beatles immediately. On the charts, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you, Jungle Jim, you're over there. Wake up, Jungle Jim. This show is all about music now. It was going to be about something else. I took one look at you over there schnoozing, and I made this all about music, my friend. And and there you are over there on your synthesizer, because I, I want to know who inspired Jungle Jim. I want to know your influences, Jungle Jim. Who made Jungle Jim? But February is, 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 a, is a month where um, the music died and the music was again reborn but really following the Beatles um you had you know you had the Dave Clark huge the Dave Clark five huge they had a number of hits um at the same time as the Beatles like getting the, the same airway so you had them um there were five of them and one was Dave and one was Clark I believe maybe it was Dave and Clark there was Dave Clark and what three other guys I don't know huge hits and, and they went on and they went on to be a successful band they they a couple of them became really successful music producers, but they were part of that whole, that whole, that whole spiel. And then you had, you, know, you had just, you know, um, that influence. But really, it's interesting. It's not. It maybe, maybe it's boring. So I'm gonna have a cup of coffee while I'm thinking through this. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Ah, nothing like a February cup of Joe on a ooh, a frigid frigid late winter days in February where the darkness comes a little bit early and the snow crunches under your feet and the wind howls and you see the snow swirling across the grass because you can't see the grass. It's a yard. 
the ice over the lakes and it's just kind of a a smooth ice and, and the snow is it's just whisked whisked along the ice little circles little dancing circles on that ice these opaque white opaque white lakes the sky uh, a constant bluish gray overcast periodically snow coming down then at night it's just wonderful because it's beautiful with as this blanket of snow covers the earth here almost like a a warm blanket covering the earth but it's a cold blanket covering the earth it brings a sense of peace the peace of winter the comfort of winter brings a, brings a lot of peace and um, quiet the quiet of winter the stillness of winter you know winter is so still because um uh well first of all there aren't a lot of noisy animals in winter they're all hibernating and secondly uh, there's not, there aren't mosquitoes in the winter. There aren't wasps in the winter, you know. And so it's just a, a, a quiet. It's a very, you know, no one's making noise outside. And you hear the crunch. The sky in this part of the country is its clearest during the winter months. If you want to use a telescope in this part of the country and look at the stars and the moon or the planets, or even yourself for that matter, winter is the time to do it. Because winter, the sky is just clear because there's no humidity crystal clear it's a beautiful time the winter the winter february february has me shiver with every paper i delivered bad news on the doorstep i wouldn't take one more step great song don mclean came out in 1972 big hit in 1970 huge hit up until recently it was the longest song ever aired on the radio and i believe guess who Tay Tay Swift, Taylor Swift broke that record. I think she did. Um, but in any event, you know, as much as as much as you as much as you as much as I'm a fan, and, and I think about the Beatles and, and the and the loss of Lennon and McCartney, uh, Lennon and Harrison, especially you know when Lennon tragically, not that I'm diminishing George Harrison, I'm just you know saying Lennon was murdered, um, and he was such a driving force. Buddy Holly, you know, don't ever forget Buddy Holly the. The inspiration of the British invasion and and what that invasion was in such a short period of time. The invasion took off. The British invasion came on um, landed. The British invasion. We were invaded on February seventh, nineteen sixty four, and the music died on February fourth, nineteen fifty nine. And to this day, those songs, those songs have have. Uh, say inspired, provoked thought, uh, provided emotion, helped create babies, uh, all that kind of stuff. All that, you know, all those, all the things that music does. But February is really the month of rock and roll. It's the month that the music died, and it's the month that the invasion occurred. Bye, bye. Oh, I know Jungle Jim. I hear you, J Jungle Jim. I got a little melancholy here. This show is dedicated to none other than our musical director, Jungle Jim, who was inspired by all of this. Take it away, Jungle Jim. This is Tim Morris, Jungle Jim. This is Failing Up. Bye-bye.